Welcome to the podcast that encourages creative women in their second act to move past resistance and start taking perfectly imperfect action one day at a time toward their dreamiest creative dreams. If not now, when? This is your time and I'm here to cheer you on. I'm your host, Kim Fawson. So glad you're here. Hello, my lovely. Today I'm sharing with you some of my favorite things. We've been talking a lot about thinking, thinking about our thinking and writing things down so far. But the reason I named the podcast, the Kim Clausen podcast, was so I could share lots of things, including my favorite things, which aligns with the previous episode where I talk about writing your I am's. And one of mine is I'm a finder of the coolest things. And because I believe that I'm continually finding cool things. Seriously, it's crazy how that works. Because I put my brain to work, my reticular activating system is always filtering for cool things. And it's always finding it. So just something to think about. Consider just how powerful knowing your I am's can be, and how that can put your brain to work without you having to do a lot of the work. So the first thing I'm going to share with you is an app called Brain Waves. There are several of these. The one that I found is free. And the other thing, I believe it's both on Apple and in the Google Play Store. I'm pretty sure. So this Brain Waves app is a bunch of different sound presets that you can use depending on what you're doing. So there's one called Deep Sleep, and that's the one I used last night. So here's the thing. I don't sleep that well. I go to sleep, I wake up, I go to the bathroom, I go back to sleep. I feel like my brain is working a lot of the night. I'm not getting like a deep sleep. But oh my gosh, seriously. Last night, I put this deep sleep sound on and I fell asleep at 12 a.m. and I slept till 5.15 a.m. And I couldn't believe it because I often wake up throughout the night and I have to zip to the bathroom. It's because I drink so much water. There's nothing wrong. I've had it checked with the doctor. It's just unreal. So let me just play a little bit because when I heard it, I'm like, really? This is kind of annoying. But that's all I remember. And then I was asleep. Here, I'm going to play it for you. That's it. Are you awake? I hope you didn't fall asleep because I have a few other things to share with you. So there's more than deep sleep. There's presets. There's concentrate. There's healing. There's focus. There's work. There's relax. There's a sleep, not deep sleep. There's a visualization, a gamma. I've only tried the deep sleep so far, but after I do this podcast, I have some writing to do. So I'm going to try the focus one. Let's play the focus. I haven't played it yet. So I'm definitely excited to try some of these other presets. And before we move on from the Brainwaves app, I have to tell you about my sleep summary from last night. So I have an Apple Watch and I rarely wear it to bed because the strap can bug me. And two, I really didn't want to know about my sleep because it's really, really not good. Like I'm awake a lot. But last night I didn't take it off. So it was a coincidence. I didn't intentionally leave it on just happened that I wore it last night and I used the Brainwaves app. So I actually had a sleep summary to look at this morning. 
And this is what is so crazy. So it gives you like your different levels of sleep, awake, REM, core, and deep. And apparently the average adult should have between 62 and 110 minutes of deep sleep if they sleep an eight-hour night. And I had one hour and seven minutes. I had 67 minutes of deep sleep last night. And I had six hours and 12 minutes of core sleep. And then I was one hour and 32 minutes in REM. And then it showed me awake for 40 minutes. So from the time I turned out the lights till I got up. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. When I first saw the one hour, seven minute deep sleep, I thought, oh, I thought it would have been so much more than that because I didn't wake up from 12 till 5 a.m. But apparently most of us aren't in deep sleep all night long. I just had to share that with you. So I will continue to wear my watch to bed and use this app and just see how it goes. And because it's free, I thought I'd tell you about it before I've really tested it because there isn't really anything to lose if you're like me and you need a little assistance with your sleep. All right, so this next one is called the Whisper app. So the Whisper app allows you to hit record record your idea, your voice note, and it transcribes it into a text. And it sends it to your email. It also keeps it inside the app. So you can record your ideas whenever you want. It's really good. Now it isn't a free app. At first when I checked it out, you could get 10 free voice notes. And then you had to have a monthly subscription. But they have just released an option to buy 100 or 250 notes. And they sent that out through email. So I bought just a package of these whisper notes. So you go ahead, you hit record. When you're done, you stop and then it converts it. You can find all of the text in the app but you also receive it to your inbox. I love this idea and I send a lot of voice notes, but I like the idea of recording my note and having it to send as a text or an email and it's very conversational. So let's switch from favorite apps to two recipes. The first one is the most delicious dinner I've had in a very long time. And my mom made it the other day too and agreed. It's cauliflower bruschetta chicken. So you take your cauliflower and slice it into steaks and you put that in a pan, you put oil on both sides, salt and pepper, bake it. In the meantime, while that is baking, you prepare your chicken breasts with oil and seasoning and then you take the cauliflower out, you put your chicken breast on top, you put cheese on top of that. She used a matzo cheese, we use Swiss Put that back in the oven and then you prepare bruschetta, tomatoes, basil, mm, so delicious. And you put that on top of the lovely stack of cauliflower chicken cheese. Oh my goodness, it is so incredibly good. And the other thing we're loving are two ingredient bagels. They're Greek yogurt and flour. They also have baking powder and salt, so they're really four ingredients, but they're called two-ingredient bagels. You can also use this combo for pizza dough, 
The beauty of them is the Greek yogurt make them higher in protein. So they're a little bit healthier, but they're so good and so simple. So you take one cup of Greek yogurt, one cup of flour, one and a half teaspoons of baking powder, and a half a teaspoon of salt. And it works really well in the KitchenAid. You basically just roll them out and then you shape them into bagels, bake them in the oven. And a lot of people use the everything bagel seasoning. I find that really garlicky though, but even without any seasoning, they're so yummy. And let's switch gears from yummy food to a favorite show. Oh my gosh, Dear Edward on Apple TV. I love this show so much. Have you seen it? If you haven't, I highly recommend it. It is produced by the same producers as Parenthood. And I love the show Parenthood. Oh my gosh, I actually feel like watching that again. So here's the summary of Dear Edward as Google tells it. A 12-year-old boy becomes the lone survivor of a plane crash. As he and others affected by the tragedy try to make sense of what happened, unexpected friendships, romances, and communities are formed. The layers of these characters, the way they come together, they all come together in this grief group. It's funny, it's sad, it's happy, it's all the different things. And I love it. It is such a good show. So I highly recommend Dear Edward on Apple TV. All right, to wrap things up, I want to read to you something from The Artist's Way Every Day by Julia Cameron. It's a year of entries, and this is from February 9th. Writing is about honesty. It is almost impossible to be honest and boring at the same time. Being honest may be many other things, risky, scary, difficult, frightening, embarrassing, and hard to do but it is not boring. Whenever I am stuck in a piece of writing, I ask myself, am I failing to tell the truth? Is there something I'm not saying? Something I'm afraid to say? Telling the truth on the page, like telling the truth in a relationship, always takes you deeper. So from the journaling aspect, I want to read the question she asked there again. Am I failing to tell the truth? Is there something I am not saying? something I'm afraid to say. So I would invite you to open your journal, to do your thought stream, and consider these questions as you're clearing your head. If it's up in our head, we can't just plop some positive words on top and think it's all going to go away. But when we take what's in our brain and create space by putting it down on the page, we can find so much more clarity there. And we can also take a look at what we wrote and decide what we want to keep, what we could consider letting go, and that can help us move forward so much better than letting it spin round and round in our head. So am I failing to tell the truth? Is there something I'm not saying, something I'm afraid to say? Those are such good questions. So I'm going to leave you with that. If you're enjoying the podcast, I would love it if you gave a lovely five-star review and wrote some kind words. That'd be even more amazing. Share it with a friend, share it on social. No pressure, but I would love that. And I'll talk to you.